Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Can Manny's Kill a Jedi Podcast. I am your host, the Artificial Dragon. I'm Hannah. I thought I was going to burp there for a second. Hi, I'm uh, Kitty Pot, Harpon Pelipon, and uh, I'll be you know, your host for today. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm quite surprised. This is like our seventh episode, and you are yet to advertise the origins of our podcast. Uh, what do you mean? Like uh, that comment from the Lore Master? Oh, yeah. Uh, there's a comment on Loremaster's channel that says, Can mayonnaise kill a Jedi? And the video is weapons that can kill a Jedi. So if you want to go uh, comment hunting, that's where you'll find me. <laughs> and that's the origins <laughs> of a podcast, fun fact. Interesting. But, yeah. Um, now, guys, do you know what today's topic is going to be about? It, uh, Cad Bane. Yep. Who needs no introduction? <laughs> puts a toothpick in his mouth almost chokes on it that's like his uh signature thing is <laughs> chewing on a toothpick whenever you see him he's always chewing on a toothpick just like a cowboy <laughs> i got a simple question for you guys are cowboys awesome um if you ask me i don't really like them if you ask other well people, fuck yes. you you're wrong oh my god <laughs> i think cowboys are pretty cool <laughs> now <laughs> What makes a cowboy even more awesome? It's in space. In space, exactly. They're now twice as cool <laughs> in space. <laughs> I, I mean, if you ever watched uh, Cowboy Bebop, you'd know that for a fact. But they're not cowboys. They're called cowboys, though. Yeah, but they're not actually <laughs> cowboys. Well, fuck you, kid. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, today's topic is going to be, uh, it's my turn right now, and it's my turn to be self-indulgent. And today we will be talking about one of my most favorite villains in all of Star Wars, and that is Cad Bane, or as the internet has been calling him recently, Chad Bane. God. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, okay, before I go to my uh, own personal opinions on Bane, what do you both think about Bane? What's your opinions on he's, him? He's a badass. He's pretty badass. Yeah. I don't really particularly care because I'm not into his character design or his personality. I mean, it's a little bit... He's a blue guy with a cowboy suit, okay? <laughs> He's a blue guy with a cowboy suit. Well, I mean, sure, his design is a little bit cliche, but it's still pretty badass. His eyes look like LEDs. I mean, he is a member of a drill. He has no nose. He's a member of a drill. He's a Voldemort-looking-ass motherfucker. All right. The Duros don't have noses. Yeah. Then I'm just a fucking species. <laughs> That's one way to see it, say it. Unlike our good old buddies over at Generation Tech, we actually do love our alien races. Yeah, the aliens are cool. Yeah. And Duros are actually pretty badass. We'll eventually have an episode where I talk about the Duros race. They're one of the first races in the Star Wars canon that invented hyperdrives, actually. Cool. So, they have a very significant place in Star Wars history. Um, but that's not the point of this episode. Um, yeah, uh, Cad Bane is an original character from the Clone Wars, much like Ahsoka. Is there any other examples? Uh, I suppose Mother Towson and Savage Opress are original characters from the Clone Wars. And Hold the clones? <laughs> and the clones? Uh, no, the clones have been around since Attack of the Clones. Ah, uh, right, Well, right. okay, Rex is an original character from the TV show. Because I remember Cody being mentioned. Yeah, he was in Revenge of a Sith, but we're kind of getting off topic right now. Um, 
Count Bangu got first introduced in the last episode of a Clone Season 1 of a Clone Wars TV show back in 2009, I believe. Fuck, that was so long ago. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember the moment I set my eyes on Cad Bane, I was like, I love this dude. He is so cool. Um, because, ladies and gentlemen, I dressed up as Cad Bane back in 2010 for Halloween. You have yeah. to do a picture. You have to include a picture. <laughs> skin blue and stuff? Everything? No, no, no. Um... So what I basically did was I ordered a cheap-ass mask of Cad Bane because those existed on the internet back then. Of course. Um, and then I got a cowboy hat, some ski boots to serve as my cowboy boots, a trench coat, you know, all that fun stuff. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I, for the life of me, I was trying to look for pictures on my uh, personal Facebook account, but I could not, for the life of me, find any. Oh, damn. <laughs> but they're probably somewhere, and I'll try to put it on the podcast episode. Um, but yeah, 13-slash-14-year-old me dressed up as Cad Bane, and I actually, <laughs> I was part of a uh, Halloween costume contest, and I did a little action roll <laughs> in front cool. of a lot of people. Wait, was this in high school? Uh, it's in a big, I think it's in middle school, actually. Oh, wow. That's cool. Yeah. yeah, it's really cool. He is, if, I mean, obviously Bane is not as flashy as Sith characters like Darth Sidious or Darth Vitiate or anything like that. And he doesn't have that much of a deep lore history compared to Vitiate, but he's still pretty neato. Yeah. He's a blue bounty hunter. Okay. <laughs> So let's get started with his history. We'll talk about his personality, his views on life, so on and so forth. Um, and it's actually very serendipitous. I actually uh, showed Hannah this last night. But uh, have you have, are you familiar with the YouTube channel Meta Nerds Kid? No. Okay, he's a uh, another Star Wars YouTuber who does a lot of in depth lore shit. And just last night, he literally released a. Uh, life episode of Cad Bane. I was like, motherfucker. <laughs> I was, I, I was literally well, one of the first. No, he's blue and he's blue and he's blue and he's blue. <laughs> okay, kid. Don't make me stab you with this toothpick. I'm just saying, man, like, we, we kind of know a lot about him already. Like, I mean, favorite color, blue. Favorite thing, favorite. Uh, God damn it! <laughs> favorite emotion. He's he's a pretty blue guy, you know. It's you know, it's just saying. Favorite emotion. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll get it more into uh, Cad Bane's history and his personality, like I said before. He's a so blue guy. <laughs> so, Cad Bane was born right around sixty-two years before the Battle of Yavin. So this is like. He was born 30 years before episode one, the invasion of Naboo and all that. Okay. Um, so he was around 30 years old when Anakin was little. Yes. Okay. He is insanely old. And by the way, he appears in the book of Boba Fett. And around that time, he's like in his 70s. So he's been around for a pretty long time. How long does this species live for? Uh, The Duros in Legends can live up to 70. So... Bane is basically in his elderly years by his standards. But he's still alive. Yep, he's still alive. You know the saying, fear the old in a profession where men die young? That's Bane. Yeah. <laughs> so, Bane was born over his homeworld of Duros. I know, 
Varese is the same name as their home planet. I know. I mean, like you know, to each his own. Like we're not we're called. I guess to us, I guess to aliens, we're technically called Earthlings. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Very true. Um, so kind of a uh, context for Duros. Um, so the planet of Duros is heavily polluted because the Duros have nothing but processing plants all over their world. So it's heavily polluted, which makes it inhospitable for any form of life to live on. So they live in these orbiting cities. Oh, okay. I think I remember you telling me that. Yeah. And Bane was born on this orbiting city called New Tyana. And he was a resident of a certain sector called the Descent Ghetto, which, as you could tell from the name, is not exactly the most... Hmm, best place to live in. Like, well, no shit. It's a ghetto. Yeah, it's it's essentially like Detroit. Oof. <laughs> so, yeah, not so great Space right off the bat. Detroit? Space Detroit. Space Detroit. damn, bro. We got a lot of Detroits in Star Wars. <laughs> I thought Detroit was bad. Space Detroit sounds like ass. <laughs> Fucking Christ. So, God. do they also have lead in their water? Well, probably. Oh, God. Probably. <laughs> Space lead. Oh, <laughs> that can't um, get any worse. Now the robots are trying to become human. Detroit become human. Detroit become human. <laughs> In this case, it's New Tyana become human. Oh, <laughs> um, but anyway, um, so there isn't exactly a lot of details on Cad Bane's life. It's kind of shrouded in a little bit of mystery. Cad Bane may not even be his real name. You okay, Verhana? Yep. Okay. <laughs> Okay, um, but what we do know is that he began a bounty hunting relatively early in his life, and he would go around the ghetto beating up bail jumpers and minor criminals, taking them in for a measly amount of credits just to get by. And he, as most people do, he made friends with a fellow Duros named Supon, and they did a lot of stuff together, as youths usually do. Um, but as the years went on, Cad Bane eventually left New Tyana after getting enough credits, and he swore never to return to his hometown ever again. He's like, fuck this shit, I'm out of here. Yeah, understandably so. Well, who wants to be in space? (laughs) No one. Yeah, exactly. Um, And he wanted to go out into the wider galaxy for larger ambitions, while bounties of more than lesser criminals and bail jumpers were attractive, that wasn't exactly what he truly wanted. What he wanted was to build a reputation as one of the most deadly bounty hunters in the galaxy. For he sure as fuck did that. But, but yeah. why? But why, though? <laughs> um, Isn't there other ways to earn money? And, like, he decided to... He sensed opportunity over Horizon. Like I said, this is like... Uh, 30 years before the invasion of Naboo and then eventually the Clone Wars and all that fun stuff, he sensed the political tension between the Republic and the Outer Rim worlds, and he sensed that war was slowly brewing over the horizon. And with war came opportunity, and the opportunity to get more credits. And one of the first... And he decided to... uh, you know, increase his reputation even further was to hunt down the most lucrative of prey. And that was the Jedi. Oh. Interesting. Like, yes, Jedi are fucking hard to fight in because, you know, they got 
a wide menagerie of abilities that could make you fly in the air with a flick of their wrist or cut you in half with their plasma blades, but... You have the cabbage blue. <laughs> <laughs> so he, oh, he auto-wins. But for pursuing such a dangerous prey, they pay quite a hefty amount because, of course, there well, are a no lot of shit. people that fucking hate the Jedi. Like, I mean, in the Clone Wars, the Separatists are literally paying a million credits ahead for Jedi. Does he actually take the heads, or does he just... He just kills them, probably. I wouldn't... <laughs> I, wouldn't you know doubt that I he... couldn't see him doing dirty work like that, though. Yeah. Um, and this is kind of an interesting part of his story. One of the first jobs that he took was... So, you know, he had experience with dealing minor criminals here and there, but he decided, hey, I'm going to go uh, accept a job to kill my first Jedi. And eventually he went to Coruscant and he found a, a hut enforcer that was looking for work. And one of the important details was, hey, there's a Jedi that's destroying a lot of our shit. We need someone to go take him out. And Bane's like, I'm taking that. <laughs> Smart. So... He got hired for a job, and he decided to, you know, being the smart person that he is, go out and scout out this target, the solo, the quote-unquote Jedi. And as he's observing this guy, who's, you know, doing regular Jedi things, just sneaking in and sabotaging uh, shipments and all that, he started to slowly realize that this Jedi was nothing but a mere pretender. Like, his lightsaber is basically a replica Oh. That looks like it could come oh. from lightsabers. And he also has a couple of other gadgets like rocket boots to simulate jumping high in the air. And uh, toxic gas, an invisible toxic gas that makes it like he's force-choking somebody. Oh. Hmm. So Bane was like, well, fuck. This isn't an actual Jedi. And he, and he decided, I'm just going to let him do his thing. And he just watched this pretender Jedi go up to the HUD enforcer and kill him. Okay. Damn. So after that was done, Cabin goes up to the pretender and he's like, hey, uh, what kind of equipment are you using there? I could use that for the future. And the guy's like, yeah, yeah, I got rocket boots. Wait, wait, wait. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Damn, bro. That escalated just... so fast. Yeah. Hold up, hold up. So wait, it's like, yo, I got to take care of this Jedi to kill. And then you see the Jedi, who's a fake Jedi, just kill another like what um, he literally killed the client that he was working for damn yeah so wait, wait. The, the fake jedi killed the the person yes right? he killed the hut he killed the hut by then, uh, using an invisible gas <laughs> yeah and then cad bane was like yo fam what what, what gadget you using it's like it's like tone it down tone it fucking down slow down He's holy the- shit that's so fast yeah. I mean, if you think about it, it's actually kind of smart because if he just killed the guy right then and there, he wouldn't have any effective means well, of killing a Jedi. Well, obviously, I, I agree, but it's like, holy shit. It's like, you don't, after killing a guy, you don't you don't just go up to someone and be like, yo, so uh, what, what, what gun do you use? I mean, Cad Bane is a very fearless individual. I mean... His entire point is killing Jedi. Why did the Jedi like you think like did the did the fake Jedi have any reason to like resist or not tell him or well, probably not? I mean, the Cad Bane was probably going to gun him down anyway, but you know. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> so the, the pretender gave him 
all these gadgets that he was using and everything. And Cabane's like, okay, cool. Now you could live. Now give a fuck out of here. So And he lets him live? Yeah, because... Yeah. I mean, he could help him later. He's a very... What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, practical person. So... I, I feel as though... I don't know. If, if this was beginner Cad Bane, how would he... like? Is he that intimidating that he yeah. intimidated the guy with that all those gadgetries? I mean, come on. I mean, he's got quite the quick draw. I mean, it's not officially stated in canon, but he's probably one of the quickest... Um, what's the title I'm looking for? Um... The best quick draw in the entire galaxy. Damn. Uh, so he could probably, like, just kill you in a blink of an eye. Pretty impressive. Very impressive. Um, so, yeah, that's when he started getting his more famous gadgets, like his jet boots, his gauntlets that have a menagerie of weapons, like grappling hooks, uh, flamethrowers, saber darts, Damn. toxic gases... And he also, um, if you look on his little figure right there, you see the tubes on his cheekbones? Yeah. Those are specifically designed for him to, uh, so if he's ever in an environment that doesn't have any oxygen, that just forcefully puts air into his lungs. Huh. And also to prevent anybody from, uh, you know, force-choking him. Oh, so if he gets choked, he'll still be able to breathe. Yes. Okay. That's, That's interesting. That's smart. He is insanely smart. Wait a minute. Just choke him out? Just crush his neck or choke him out till all the oxygen runs out? Well, it'll still go to his lungs. Because force-choke is just crushing the windpipe. It'll still go to his lungs. Yeah, but how much oxygen does this thing carry? Unsure. Because, like, when looking at the model, the, the cartridge doesn't look too big. I know. I mean, semantics. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, what's an iconic bounty hunter without his iconic weapons? If you see his two pistols there, they're called LL-30s. And they're specifically outfitted with a special one-of-a-kind alloy that allows them to fire in rapid succession without it overheating. That's cool. And it's probably the most badass sound ever. It sounds like... Some demented creature scream like, gah, 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 gah. You'll have to put in a, a sample of the sound. Yeah, yeah, indeed. Um, so then after, you know, he gets his trademark equipment, wait, he does... Wait, wait a minute. Wait, <laughs> hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm just thinking now, it's like, it's like, ah, oh, Jedi, you're crushing my throat, but the tubes are making me breathe. I'll just crush the fucking tubes. I mean, Bane oh! wouldn't. I mean, uh, Bane wouldn't obviously say, "Haha, my tubes." Da da da. He would probably just gun down the Jedi while he's trying to choke him. Exactly. Oh, no, I know. I just think I just would find that funny. It's like, crush the tubes. I know semantics. But, Jedi you know, ain't that smart. <laughs> yeah. Um, and this is right around the time where Gad Cad Bane slowly started building a reputation. He got more additional skills here and there, and apparently in canon. He actually became a student to a certain famous bounty hunter named Django Fett. Oh. oh, I think you remember. I think I remember you telling me that. Yeah, yeah. He was his student before Boba Fett was around. And, uh, let's see. And also, before The Phantom Menace, he also worked alongside Darth Maul for a little bit. Hmm. There was a, uh, it's a canon comic. Uh, basically, Darth Maul heard about this Jedi Padawan that got taken prisoner. He wanted to go and murder her ass, and he met Cad Bane along the lines, and they decided to work together to give his Padawan. Wait, was Cad Bane older than Jango at the time, or younger? Uh, I think they were around the same age. Well, 
Interesting. Yeah. Um, and and right around the time the Clone Wars began, and you know, Jango Fed got his head lopped off by Mace Windu. It was <laughs> Cad Bane was then given the title of the greatest bounty hunter of the galaxy. By the fact that Django got his, you know, <laughs> yeah, and he he is technically one of the greatest bounty hunters in the galaxy. Yeah, especially because he makes it to seventy. Yeah. yeah, he only won because Django got his head cut off. Yeah, yeah it's true. Not like, and, he's not like he killed true. Django. And like this is kind of one of the more interesting parts of Cad Bane. Like he learned, like obviously, with the exception of the Mandalorian armor, he does have some. Similar characteristics to Jango Fett. Like, he's got uh, rocket boots, he can fly in the air, he's got dual laser pistols, all that sort of stuff. But he kind of patterned himself after Jango because, I mean, he was his former student and he wanted to work as hard as he can to kill a bunch of Jedi and eventually dethrone Jango Fett as, and take his title of the best bounty hunter of the galaxy. Yep. Um, But... Obviously, Cad Bane wouldn't say no to the title, but I think he would have felt a little bit cheated knowing that he won't be able to fight Jango Fett. <laughs> yeah, that sucks, but... but... You know, shit happens. Shit happens, but... And with the Clone Wars, he got a lot of contracts rolling in. I mean, we got a galactic power that wants to murder the Jedi and Darth Sidious like, ooh, I got... Uh, I wouldn't say that Cad Bane isn't a bounty hunter. He's more of a mercenary because he works whoever the fuck ever. Well, I, I get the feeling... Whoever pays the most. Yeah. I, I get the feeling, like, most of these things I don't... Like, one of the things I don't understand is, like, you think most bounty hunters would retire, and the reason why is because if Cad Bane is as good as he says he is, and, well, you know, as we've seen he is, he's probably made a lot of bank already, right? Yeah. yeah. So why doesn't he just retire? Why doesn't he just live the simple life? He's not that kind of person who would settle down and retire. He's... He enjoys the hunt? He enjoys the hunt. I've... This might sound a little controversial, but one... One character out of Star Wars that is comparable to Cad Bane in terms of personality would be Goku. Go, Goku. Because Go- you know Goku. Because you know, <laughs> <laughs> hear, me, hear me out. Hear me out. <laughs> God damn it! Hear me out, Bill. Goku is cowboys and Goku. Kakarot. Okay, go uh, ahead. Hear me out, Bill. Goku and. I mean, I'm not exactly an expert on Dragon Ball, so you could correct me on this, but Goku is always wanting to be the greatest fighter in the world or something like That's that. That's just because he he's bored he with just, it. He just wants to be the strongest, yeah. He always wants to be the strongest, and he always has to keep on training to overcome an obstacle. That's kind of what Cad Bane is. He always wants to... He always accepts the hardest missions, even if by his own admission is impossible. Even because he always... Wait, 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 even if they don't pay anything? No, no, no. He, he's not dumb enough to not want compensation from it, but once he passes this impossible task, that gets a bigger name to his reputation, if that makes any sense. So that means money. Boba... Becomes Vegeta, basically. Yes, <laughs> essentially. Like, Fuck you, Kakarot. <laughs> Kakarot. <laughs> Cat Bane. So he's just a thrill of the hunt. Is that most bounty hunters? Do most bounty hunters do it for the thrill of the hunt, or just uh, before the money? 
I mean, uh, for a lot of bounty hunters, it's in it for the money. But if you look at particular bounty hunters, like, for example, Bosk. I was about to say Bosk. Bosk, like, he always wants to find the greatest hunt to... He ate his dad. (laughs) (laughs) We'll uh, get to his dad later. The Trandoshans are fucking weird, dude. But, you know, they always want to get... More Jagonite points to appease their goddess, like we mentioned several episodes ago. In the, in the gods episode. Yeah. Um, Cad, uh, not Cad Bane, Boba Fett, it's the only he, life he has known because it was the one that he was born into because Jango Fett was the best bounty hunter of the galaxy. So it's just impossible for Cad Bane to settle down because no matter how much money he has, even if he has everything, it's the only thing that gives him any sort of happiness. Yeah, it gives him any sense of purpose. Wow. That's the yeah. same thing with the Jedi. This man's fucking. This man has some black Air Force energy. <laughs> I swear to yeah. God, no, no, no. this this man literally like this man <laughs> cannot have ta- this man cannot pop pop a half chub unless he's pointing a fucking laser gun at your fucking head, man. Good yeah. good guy. And like Cad Bane, like I said before. <laughs> he's not the kind of person who would just settle down and chill the fuck out. He's. Literally gotta keep his reputation afloat. Because if he shows any sign of weakness in a galaxy as unforgiven as the Star Wars universe, he's good as dead. Oh, dude, could you imagine? It's a Cad Bane. He's like, you know, he's in a mansion. He has like eight pools and shit. He has like, like, you know, a vending machine full of, I don't know, space space chewies or something. I don't know. I mean... And he has like four... Four of the hottest, like, I don't know, uh, fucking... No, he's got a reverse harem of witches. Yeah, he has witches and tweelix and shit. And he's just... And, you know, as he's doing it with one of, like, these space thoughts, he's just like... (laughs) As he's doing it, he's just like... Damn, can't pop a half chub. Gotta gotta point a laser gun at one of these Jedi's heads, man. Uh, that's, he, the, that's the I only way. He gets, that's the only way he gets any sexual gratification oh, God is if it. he is on the fucking dominant side of about to killing someone. This man, <laughs> he's, zero fucks. he's a he's a born psychopath. I meant harem, not reverse harem. Oh God, damn that's it. my fault. This man gives zero fucks. This man has no, black no, air force energy. More accurately, he is the Sigma male. Oh, God. No. Let's not go into that. No! no we're not doing what? that. Yes, he has an octillionaire grind set. Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. We're not going to go into that. Uh, but one of the Clone Wars rode around. This is one right around the time that Darth Sidious started doing contract works for him. Because, you know, being a Sith Lord, he can't exactly have himself or Sith assassins go out and do whatever. He needs bounty hunters to do his dirty work. So one of the first assignments, this is actually rather interesting. It's covered in like an entire novel series, um, but I'll but I'll condense it for the sake of this episode. Um, Cat, one of the first jobs that Cad Bane went on um, was basically to abduct this Jedi Master that was going on a particular mission to some backwater planet where the Separatists are, and the Separatists were planning to to keep a Jedi prisoner, but Sidious didn't want to do that. Um, so he sent Cad Bane out. And what he had Cad Bane do is intercept the Master's Padawan in the clone battalion he was commanding. And this is rather interesting. So Cad Bane kind of sets up an event where he's being chased after by several commando droids. And he like... Jedi, I need some help, and they take down the commando droids. And the Jedi were like, why the fuck were you running away from those commando droids? That's kind of sus. And 
Cad Bane kind of didn't deceive him completely. He basically told him, I'm a bounty hunter. I was sent here for a client, blah, blah, blah. And he basically deceived the Padawan into believing that they were after a common goal. Mm -hmm. The Padawan wanted to rescue his master while Cad Bane... Cad Bane wanted to kill him. Yeah. And Cad Bane... Smart. He was technically like, yeah, I'm going on a mission. We have a shared goal. He was being not directly lying, just kind of dancing around some words, if that makes uh, any did sense. Did I know when you're lying and notice things? That's that's the smart thing about Cad Bane. He has had so many run-ins with Jedi that he pretty... If he knows that he, if he directly lies to the Jedi, then that would set off their tingles. Oh, no, yeah. yeah. So he needs to be... Tell him a half-truth, if that makes any sense. He needs to psych himself out. Yes. To psych <laughs> others out. Oh my god, that's some meta play shit. Dude. Yeah, like, yeah exactly. Like, you see, I'm playing a dude playing another dude who's playing another dude who's playing this dude. Yeah, Damn, exactly. man. He had to psych himself out. He doesn't even know who he is anymore. <laughs> he is a smart motherfucker. You'll realize this. He is a very smart motherfucker. You'll realize this as we go further into his exploits and whatever. See, one so, time... Cad Bane, one time Cad Bane went to a Walmart and bought some sticky notes and then pretended that he was actually just a store clerk. Just <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he and the Padawan and the clones went to the uh, factory that uh, the Jedi Master was being held in. And while the Padawan was being distracted, Cad Bane just snuck away and went to the Jedi, broke him out of his cell, knocked him out, and stored him into some carbonite shit. I thought, you, um, I thought you wanted to kill him. Well, not yet. Uh, not, um, yet. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Um, well, okay. Sidious kind of contracted him to capture the Jedi because Sidious wants to do whatever to the Jedi. I, um, yeah, okay. Anyway, so he captures the Jedi, and he was smart enough to basically yoink the lightsaber from the Jedi Master, go back to the paddle, and is like, hey... I uh, snuck behind enemy lines, try to find your master, but he's gone. But here's his lightsaber. Huh. And the Padawan's like, okay, thank you for your services. And the Padawan's like, you never told me your name. And the Bane was like, no, I didn't. And he snuck away. Damn. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, so, point is, he succeeded in his mission, got the Jedi Master back to his ship, and he went on a rendezvous to meet up with Darth Sidious' own assassin, who is Asajj Ventress. Um, so he went to, this might be a name that's a planet that sounds familiar, Bogdan. It got mentioned a couple of times in Attack of the Clones. What planet is that? Barely I, remember it. So like, Jingle Fett was like, I met a man called Tyrannus on one of the moons of Bogdan. Ah. Uh, wait, wait, what is the planet? Is it like an island? Or no, no, no. It's literally a planet that has several moons around it. Like Aigo? Yes. But is it like Earth? Or? It's kind of like Earth. But not night, I'm guessing. It's yeah. always night. Yeah. Um, so he went to Bogdan to meet up with Asajj Ventress. And this is... Okay, so kind of briefly pausing. Cad Bane, as I mentioned before, is a smart motherfucker. Um, he also is smart enough to realize that you can't solely depend on electronics. Like, nope. In the middle of hyperspace... He literally spent his free time just checking the sensors, making sure that everything is in order, making sure that there's nothing wrong with the ship or anything like that. And he literally goes through a hollow journal, reading up on and studying on 
bounty hunting techniques and shit. He is always constantly studying and learning more about his profession. Like, oh, okay, if I do this, I'm going to try that strategy next time. And once he arrives on Bogdan, instead of immediately going to the place where Asajj Ventress is, he is circled around multiple times for like two hours to ensure that he hasn't been followed. Hmm. If any, that's drop, smart. It is insane. Paranoia, this man. This man that, that's is so smart, much paranoia, though. though. Like yeah, I bro. said, I mean, he deals Jedi on the regular, so you gotta be as cautious as this motherfucker is all the fucking time. Like, like you've said no, no. two times before, you see, young men die in this yeah. <laughs> die in this business. See, I'm uh, old. Fucking Cad Bane's so superstitious and so paranoid, he won't even buy toothpaste. He makes his own. He won't buy food. He'll just make his own. It's like, no, Cad Bane will literally somehow make his own food from air because he doesn't even trust the farmers that he buys <laughs> from. Because he, no, he made, he farms his own food. He doesn't even trust the dirt. That dirt could have sensors in it that that alert the Jedi. No, I don't think he's that paranoid. Yeah, he's not that paranoid. Cat Bane won't even take the dirt from the planet. He makes his own dirt. (laughs) That's fucking Cat fucking Bane. (laughs) So anyway, he uh, gives the carbonite to Jedi Master to Asajj Ventress, and they go on their merry way, and Sidious pays him the amount that he's owed. Um, Which was how much? Probably around a million or so credits. Holy yeah. fuck. Yeah, Jedi are really prized by the Separatists in the Clone Wars. And, you know, Cat Bane has done a pretty good job of getting Jedi all the fucking time. Um, and another exploit that uh, Bane has pursued in. This is like in the first episode of the season two of the Clone Wars. This is basically canonically his introductory episode. Um... So he gets contacted by Sidious, who basically tasks him with the impossible. Break into the Jedi Temple and steal a holocron. Mm. Just any holocron? Just any holocron. Does, does, it doesn't, it's not even a specific type. No. Um, okay, so holocrons, they, they are basically vessels which you could put information inside or whatever. But he doesn't even need a specific type. No. Just... Basically any holocron. And Cad Bane, basically right off of battle, was like, are you fucking crazy? That's dangerous. Why doesn't he just... I don't get it. Why doesn't Sidious just get a normal holocron? Because the Jedi have a market on holocrons. Yeah, but can't you get holocrons like that aren't from the Jedi? Nope. No. That's it. Just like the lightsaber, it's a Jedi exclusive thing. Oh, Okay, so it's just something you... It's a flash drive? That's all it is, right? I mean, essentially, it's a um, overly Wait, complicated flash drive. What the fuck? <laughs> You're telling me that these fucking, like, space wizards oh, have the fucking econo- economic fucking... Uh, economic, uh, what was it? Monopoly on fucking space flash drives? Well, what their the version fuck? anyway. I mean, they have ancient uh, techniques. Yeah, that's like if I had to go to the if I had to go to like the United Nations to get a fucking flash drive. <laughs> well, it's like say the Master Yoda is, look, needs to look at a holocron from ancient times. He pulls one up of Satil Shan. Motherfucker! Motherfucker! Like, I, that's ancient. 
Dude. And he's ancient. Dude. Yeah. Like, Pal- the fucking Palpatine city is. I'm going to call him Daddy Palpatine. <laughs> Daddy Palp fucking made it, spent millions of dollars for this bounty hunter to get him a fucking overused flash drive. Papa Palpy. Just, just, get your, just get a fucking normal flash drive. I don't need get, get, get one For context, this. kid. The Jedi have a lot of secret mumbo-jumbo bullshit, which they keep on kyber crystals, which they also have a... Uh, Market on. Market on. Does he? It's want, not like the wider wait, galaxy has uh, kyber crystals. Is, does he want the information inside of it, or just to put random shit in the holocron? Okay, so like I said, the holocron is a vessel, and they put a kyber crystal into the holocron, but you can't exactly analyze the information that is on a kyber crystal through other means because you know it's ancient Jedi bullshit. No no what I'm asking is does does Palpatine want to put information in the holocron or take information out of it? Probably take uh, put it, it out. in the holocron. He wants to put it in the holocron. This, this mother- will become relevant later. This motherfucker wants this this motherfucker is like okay if he was taking stuff out of the holocron <laughs> to like read his shit, that's ancient shit. I get that. You you want that. That's that's information you might want. But this motherfucker. This Actually, motherfucker, this will this become relevant wanted, later. This motherfucker wanted an overpriced flash drive. <laughs> this motherfucker took a fucking NASA space computer just to put his own fucking data of, of I don't know, a fucking 2.5 gigabyte essay on that shit. God damn, man. Okay, moving on. Ooh, so, this is good. That's good. Um, so Sidious was all like, hey, I want you to break into the Jedi Temple and give me a overly expensive flash drive. And then <laughs> Cad Bane was all like, that's breaking into the Jedi temple. Killing a Jedi is one thing, but breaking into their, basically their home, that's impossible. Please go to Space Walmart instead. <laughs> to Space Walmart. Um, and then Sidious was like, what are you, a fucking bitch or something? And Cad Bane was all like, what the fuck did you just call me? <laughs> because, okay, simply as Sidious was all like, perhaps your reputation has been exaggerated. And Cad Bane basically went off on a tangent like, I want a rogue-class starfighter, elite weapons, cloaking devices, the works. Oh, and triple my usual rate. And well, Sidious is like, you know, a fucking politician. He's like, yeah, okay, he, sure, and a, basically Sidious the was evil all like... evil sugar daddy. Yeah. He's an evil sugar daddy! Basically Sidious was all like, your price is of no concern to me. However, I will give you plans to infiltrate the temple. And Cabin was like, okay, now we're talking. So, so the price wasn't even an issue. Yeah, it wasn't an issue because Darth Sidious was like the richest man of the galaxy or whatever. Um, <laughs> Dude, uh, if that was the case, you'd be like, okay, then give me 10 times the amount. No, that's going too far. Now, I will point out, as smart as Cad Bane is, even he is aware that he alone can't infiltrate the Jedi Temple. He's going to need a team to break into the temple. Smart. So he recruits a clawed-eyed bounty hunter who are the shapeshifters like Sam Wazell and all of it. Oh, cool. Um, and he has that bounty hunter impersonate a Jedi that he previously killed who's just whose body's just chilling in the same apartment as him. Um, so he has the Claudite go into the Jedi Temple to look at the schematics or whatever while he and his droid assistant Toto 360 um, go up the side of the Jedi Temple and penetrate their shields because he's got the blueprints and he's got a woman on the inside telling him where to go and all that. Nice. And for the first time in like over a thousand years, 
Bane is the first person to infiltrate the Jedi Temple. Was this an actual episode? or was Yeah, this... this is a Clone Wars episode. Oh, wow. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So, he infiltrates the Jedi Temple. Were it not for the simple fact that Master Yoda sends a disturbance of the Force, he would have gone in there, gone the Holocron, and went out without detection. So did That's his, pretty badass. So yeah. did his, was the mission accomplished? Yes. I mean, there were complications. The Claudite was eventually found out by Ahsoka. She got captured, and then um, Bane had no man on the inside, so he sent his assistant droid to a basically suicide bomb the temple while he snuck off with a Holocron. Oh, wow. Damn. However, that was just one part of his assignment. His next assignment, now that he's got a holocron, is to capture this other Jedi named Bolo Rapal, who contains a memory crystal, which on it hold all of the four sensitive children in the entire galaxy. What? 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 You know, for future Jedi recruitment. Oh, wow. Okay. So he captures... Oh, so this is the season where he kidnaps the babies. Yes. Okay. And <laughs> so you know that... Uh, I wouldn't say joke, but fact that The Clone Wars is not a kid's show because, you know, there's a lot of gratuitous violence from Darth Maul and all that stuff. You know, slavery. Slavery. Um, Genocide. <laughs> suicide. Yeah. Wait, who, who's suicidal? One of the slaves, and I think the Zagaria arc Fuck. commit suicide. Holy shit. No, no, a Twila committed suicide. Ah. Oh my god. Yeah, you know, for kids. Yeah. Bane was actually one of the first villains that pretty much upped the ante for the Clone Wars. Like, he captured the Jedi um, with some help from the Separatists and all that, and he... He was basically trying to get the Jedi to show him how a holocron works because, you know, he's not Force-sensitive or anything like that. And Bolo Rapal was like, fuck you, Bane. And then Cad Bane basically electrocuted the living fuck out of him until he died. Damn. Wait, he electrocuted Cad Bane until he died? No, 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 no. Uh, the Jedi that he captured. Oh. He tortured the living fuck out of him in cold blood. For what reason? To convince him to open the holocron. Oh. Oh. Wow. And he decided, okay, Jedi is dead. I guess I'll have to pick up another one or whatever. Damn. <laughs> and he just walked out of a torture chamber without looking back at Damn. that dead Jedi. Wow. <laughs> he is callous, smart, and <laughs> you can see why I love this guy. He don't give a fuck. He, he is... Yeah, you don't give a fuck. He means business. And he's going to complete his contract by any means necessary. Just give this guy Black Air Force. <laughs> so around this time, Anakin Skywalker, Ahsoka, tracked down Cad Bane and they boarded a ship. Um, and Cad Bane figured out, okay, we got two Jedi. All I need to do is capture one of them and have them open the holocron or whatever. So he lured the Jedi to basically the hangar of a ship that he's on. And he... Have them go into a firefight, and in a very smart move, he turned off the gravity in the ship, That's allowing very everybody to float around. While he he's got magnetic boots, so he's not floating around. Obviously, it's very smart. He is. We have yet to talk about Grand Admiral Thrawn in this in this podcast, but you know who Grand I Admiral? I can't wait. <laughs> you know who Thrawn is, right, kid? No. Uh, he's the guy who first introduced the Chiss. 
No, I don't know this guy. Okay, long story short, Grand Admiral Fraun is probably one of the smartest non-Force users in Star Wars history. I love him. Like, he is so smart. He is such a military genius. Like, he, he believes in art and culture, learning your enemy by learning their culture and their art and, you know, their battle strategies and all that. Uh-huh. Makes sense. And, like, for example... In his early years of working with the Empire, he found supply routes of all of his uh, steel being, uh, being of all of He found all these supply routes of his specific metal going into one area, and he's like, "What the what the fuck is all of this about?" Are we building more Star Destroyers or whatever? And he decided to dig into it. And that's how he found out that the Empire is making a gigantic fuck-off super weapon, which is the Death Star. Why am I not surprised? So, Grand Admiral Fraun basically found out about the existence of the Death Star by himself. Just by his studying roots and all that stuff. He's that fucking smart. He is fucking smart. Like, Cad Bane is not exactly on the same level, but if he and Grand Admiral Fraun decided to play chess together, Cad Bane would obviously lose, but he would hold his own pretty well against Fraun. Yeah, that's like Bane and Rachel Ghoul playing chess. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, seriously, in DC Comics, it's a thing. They have played chess before and made it to either one of them won or at standstill. Yeah. I want to play, I want like 3D chess or 4D chess. So basically, um, so this firefight kind of goes horribly wrong. Um, Cad Bane runs out of there, luring Ahsoka to, you know, run after him. And an explosion goes off in the hangar, trapping the clones and Anakin in there while he deals with Ahsoka. And he manages to knock her out by tasting the living fuck out of her. Um, and he takes Ahsoka hostage. okay. So he takes Ahsoka hostage, and his gambit is to have Anakin Skywalker come in because um, Cad Bane has encountered Jedi so much that he realized that they care about saving innocent lives and all that. Mm-hmm. And Anakin, you know, being having more bigger attachments than your normal Jedi, didn't want to have Ahsoka get killed. Of course, because so, it's Ahsoka. Yeah. So he willingly... Uh, Opens the holocron and puts the memory crystal in it. And Cad Bane's like, ha ha ha, I got this box, this fancy flash drive for my client. Oh, well, okay. Fuck. So after that, um, Anakin tries to murder Cad Bane, but he was smart enough to position Ahsoka right next to an air, a, uh, airlock. So he activates that to have Anakin focus on saving Ahsoka instead of going after him. Damn. And he escaped. And then he um, murdered a clone trooper, put the armor of that guy on himself and disguised himself and had him, the rest of the clones, Anakin and Ahsoka, go back to the Venator. He hijacked the ship and got the fuck out of Dodge. Smart. He is really, really fucking smart. And then, you know, he goes back and tells Sidious, hey, I got you this fancy flash drive. Here you fucking go. And and Sidious was like, nah, nah, nah. I got another job for you. I want you to kidnap these children for test subjects. Wait, 
I don't even get my reward yet. Wow, dude. He gets his reward. He's just given another job by Sidious. Oh, okay. So that's when he kidnaps the babies. Yeah, yeah. He was literally all like, um, so I remember the line between Sidious and Cad Bane. It was all like, you kidnapping innocent children seems a little bit low for the likes of you. And Sidious was like, amongst the Jedi, there are no innocents. And the cab is like, yeah, yeah, whatever. As long as I get paid, it means nothing to me. Oh. I don't think he... Well, yeah, I do. Dude, you think this guy cares about kids? <laughs> probably not. <laughs> this man would probably fucking shoot a kid in the face if he got fucking money out of it. Yeah, probably. He'd shoot a baby just to get the money. So he manages to abduct two children. One from Rhodia, another from Glee Ansem, who is, which is the homeworld of... Uh, Kid Fistol's race, and he was about to abduct a Gungan youngling, but then he got captured by Ahsoka and Anakin, and they brought him aboard at Venator for interrogation. I think I remember the baby, um, was it, uh, fuck, Baby Greedo, that's (laughs) what his nickname was. (laughs) Baby Greedo. The Baby Um, Rodian's nickname was Baby Greedo. Yeah. Uh, so, this is a scene that I love a lot like he was being interrogated by both obi-wan and mace windu two of the most powerful jedi in the entire galaxy um that anymore um so they weren't getting anything out of cad bane because you know he's got a strong will and he's not intimidated by the jedi at all and and ahsoka basically recommended the idea why don't we all just at the same time, mind trick him. And Obi-Wan's all like, well, I mean, we could do that, but it would be risky. There could be, uh, it could end with Cad Bane's mind being turned to mush. Fuck him. They did this. Fuck him. And that's basically what Anakin said. <laughs> so, it's like, screw it. He's so, an asshole. So Anakin, Mace Windu, Obi-Wan started mind tricking Cad Bane all at the same time. And at first, Cad Bane was all like, mind tricks don't work on me. But then as they all concentrated all at once, uh, Cad Bane was, you know, having a lot of physical strain as his mind was literally being pressed. I gotta see that episode. Yeah, now. it is a really intense... Wait, was Yoda there too? No. Would you... Yoda was too busy doing some other Dude, thing. Dude, if Yoda was there too, he'd just be like, okay, <laughs> well, let's all do this together now. I mean, okay, so at first, Cad Bane was... He was being persuaded. He was all like, I will take you. And then he, at the last minute, resisted. And he's like, get out of my head, you Jedi of voodoo. And like, it was so intense. You could, if you watch the episode, he was in literal physical pain as he's trying to resist. But he successfully resisted without his mind being turned to mush. That's amazing. They were really not willing to do it again. It's like it's like they could they could do it again, couldn't they? they granted, were, with risking his mind turning to. Who granted, cares? who cares? Who cares? I mean, I want you to think about this: Obi Wan, Mace Windu, Anakin pressed Bane's mind all at the same time, and he still resisted. I'm just saying because one of them is the fucking chosen a fucking one. Vegetable. Yeah. He he just, <laughs> now, granted, he. Probably couldn't have resisted a second time, but still pretty goddamn impressive. Why didn't they do it a second time? Because Cad Bane basically said, I will take you to your children. Oh. Ah. Because he's smart enough to not try resisting a second time. Very smart. Yeah. 
He's like, fuck this. This isn't, this isn't worth the money. Like I said, Cad Bane is a smart motherfucker. And very practical on top of that. Yep. Um, so basically, Cad Bane gives, tells him, okay, I'll take you to this disclosed location to get your children or whatever. So we go to this space station, which was personally owned by Cad Bane. It's in the middle of some asteroid belt or whatever. And Mace Windu, Obi-Wan were there with him, take him to the space station. And the moment they step foot into the station, they're like, I don't sense the children. And Cad Bane was like, your children are fine. Do you want to get your holocron? And Cad Bane was like, don't worry, I'll get it for you. And Mace Windu's like, fuck you, we're not going to trust you. And Mace Windu goes to give a holocron, but he set off a trap that Bane was counting him to do. And then... The children were actually on Mustafar, weren't they? Yes. And it set off a trap in a gigantic laser grid with a shit ton of turrets and everything that managed to distract both Mace Windu and Obi-Wan to the point where Cad Bane just slipped out of there. Damn. That's so fucking smart. He is a smart motherfucker. I mean, when you're able to evade Mace freaking Windu, that's pretty goddamn impressive. And Obi-Wan fucking Kenobi. Yep. You know, I... I wouldn't have even trusted this. <laughs> I was like, fuck it. You know, you can take us to the children and you can tell us where they are, but fuck it, we might as well do this. <laughs> well, you know, it's a fucking Jedi. But in the end, the babies managed to get saved. Yeah, they did get saved. If it wasn't for the fact that Anakin and Ahsoka basically went through his ship's navigational data, he would have succeeded in his mission regardless. I think I remember watching that scene... Because I was just, I was bored one day and I was like, oh, I, th- I remember that scene. Yeah. So I pulled it up on my, on YouTube and I saw the, the way that Ahsoka was able to track down the babies was so cool because she actually used her montrails. Yeah. Because the horns of her montrails are hollow and that yeah. allows the Tegruda to hear better, mm-hmm. which is really fucking cool. This is all mumbo jumbo to kid over here. <laughs> yeah, I, all I know is that the, those things are like hair tentacle things. Yeah. But they're hollow and it allows them to hear better. Yeah. So she was able to hear them and save them. Oh. We'll eventually do an episode about the Tegruda, but they are really fucking interesting. Um, so Cad Bane Keep is out loose in the galaxy again. Um, and then the next job that he did was he was basically hired by Job of the Hutt to get information on the Senate building because for reasons. Um, after he does the job, it gives the floor plans to Job of the Hutt. Um, Jabba wanted him to do another job that he had for him, and that is to break Zero the Hutt out of prison. You remember Zero the Hutt, right? Barely. Uh, Jabba's uncle who wanted to kidnap Rhoda. Oh, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, Zero the Hutt, long story short, held critical information about the Hutt cartels that would put them in the crosshairs of a Jedi Order, basically. And Cad Bane was basically hired to break Zero out of prison. And he assembled the largest team that he's ever conceived yet. Uh, he... He recorded, recruited Aura Singh, a couple of commando droids, a IG, two IG assassin droids, and a couple of other additional bounty hunters I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, and he basically infiltrated the Senate building 
took a couple of senators hostage and basically demanded Palpatine to release Zerova Hutt. Hmm. And this is like uh, this is like the last episode of season one, which is when he actually made his debut. Um, yeah, he Cad Bane doesn't fuck around. Like literally, when he was trapping those senators, one of them was all like, "Fuck you, Bane! I'm not going to take this seriously." And he tries to walk away, and then Bane just guns him down instantly. Bane. Oh shit! <laughs> I, I don't, I don't, like, I don't, oh, I'm not going to take this seriously. Let's be honest. Die. I think that guy. It's like, I'm going to walk out of here, bro. What, what makes you think he cares? <laughs> exactly. He doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, he means business in every sense of a word. And long story short, um, he got zero out of there. Um, and as an additional precaution, after everything was said and done, he set up a bunch of explosives around the senators with, you know, laser traps. So if they ever try to leave, then they'll all get killed. Um... Palpatine based uh, the Senate guard were trying to have Cad Bane he I'm just gonna pause for a second. He commits literal terrorism. Yes. Because that the who wouldn't in Star Wars? <laughs> no, 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 you're not getting this. Season one of the Clone Wars is kind of child friendly. I mean they're are I mean, a couple the, of scenes. Right at the very end, you know, for kids! Yeah, exactly. I mean, there are a couple of clones. Thank you, Critic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, there are a couple of clones that get gunned down by droids here and there, but nothing too serious. And then Cat literal Bane terrorism! Was, yep, literal terrorism. Like, he, one of the first things that he does is he runs up to a Senate commando and snaps his neck like this. Damn. <laughs> and then you in know, the very next... And then the very next scene, he basically chucks an explosive in a room to kill a bunch of Senate guards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry if I'm starting to slur my words because uh, I am a half a buzzball in. You're intoxicated, yes. I you're a little I'm, bit intoxicated. I think I'm tipsy. <laughs> hey, it makes it more fun. So yeah, um, he gets out of there and, you know, he set up the explosives. So the moment the Senate commandos try to have him surrender, he's all like, uh-uh-uh, if I surrender, all the senators will get blown up. And they were basically forced Let me guess, Padme was there too. Yep. Of course. And basically, they were forced to let Cad Bane go and he managed to succeed in his mission. And then, um, Obi-Wan, do you remember Quinlan Voss? Barely. Okay, he is an old Legends character. We'll have an entire episode on him. I say that for every character that we mention. <laughs> this is no different. Um, basically, Obi-Wan and Quinlan Boss are sent off to investigate the HUD cartels because they suspect that they rescued Zero of a HUD, but of course they don't have any proof. Um, Zero gets broken out by an old flame of his, and they decided to get... Oh, he's the ugly-looking pink one, yes, or the purple yes, one. Yes, exactly. Okay, ew. <laughs> and he breaks out and the HUD card the HUDs were like, God damn it, I don't want to send Cad Bane out again. And he's like, Yeah, yeah, I don't like getting paid as much as the next guy, but you know. <laughs> so he tracks down Zero to Tef where his father was keeping hyperspace and all of his illegal shit that the HUDs have done or whatever. Um he finds Zero dead, and then at the same time, he met up with Obi-Wan and Quinlan Voss, and they are kind of in this 
awkward standoff. Like, Cat Bane wanted to part ways because he's like, I have no quarrel with you. My target is killed. And there's nothing that we could accomplish through this. So let's go our separate ways. And Obi-Wan was like, are you forgetting that you literally committed terrorism? And you're or like, you? aren't you wanted by the fucking <laughs> state? Yeah. You're wanted by the State Department, asshole. So kidnapping, terrorism... What else is next? I mean, he killed a senator. So treason. Yep. <laughs> kidnapping. Kidnapping. No. Terrorism. Mass murder. Treason. Mass murder. No, what it's, else? It's like some some people ask me. Some people ask Isaac the question, "What has Cad Bane done?" Isaac asks the question, "What hasn't he done?" Yeah, exactly. He probably hasn't <laughs> anybody. What? He probably hasn't. Anybody. Okay, well, cut that. Yeah, out. yeah, we're, yeah. We're not, we're not getting into that. No, we're not getting into that. One. Well, it's like. Think no, of, no, like, I... Cad Bane versus Cartman, Cartman from South Park. Have you ever seen his crime list? Holy fuck, it's long. What has Yeah, been? compared to Cartman, <laughs> Cad Bane is a saint. Yeah. What <laughs> Anyway, so he gets into a fight with Obi-Wan and Quinlan Vos, which is a pretty goddamn impressive feat because, you know, he's just one guy with a bunch of gadgets and all that fun stuff. Um... He manages to escape, long story short, from the Jedi. Because, you know, he's a very experienced bounty hunter. What else has he done? Um, along the lines, he does eventually get caught by the Republic. He's in prison. But he's approached by this Separatist agent named... This is going to sound like the most ironic name in all of Star Wars. Morello Eval. Okay. Basically a tuckerization of morally evil. Hmm. That is so fucking <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And basically he's approached by this dude who's like, hey, um, I got this secret plan to abduct the Chancellor, blah, blah, blah. You, and there's a lot of credits in for you, you in? And Cabane's like, fuck yeah. <laughs> and this is a, a fairly interesting episode. Basically Obi-Wan uh, pretends that he got murdered by a sniper bounty hunter. And then he gets, uh, and obviously this broke Anakin's heart because he literally saw his mentor getting killed before him. That's that vision. Yeah. At his funeral where Satine is crying. Yeah, yeah. Um, And Obi-Wan basically uh, disguised himself as that sniper, taking his place basically to go undercover. And he gets sent to prison um, and he goes buddy-buddy with Morale Eval. And Cad Bane was there, and they, and Cad Bane was kind of suspicious of the disguised Obi Wan, rightfully so, because he was all like, any, any average person with a sniper rifle can kill a Jedi. He's a he's, for all of his ruthlessness, Cad Bane is actually fairly honorable because he believes in going up close and personal and. Having looking your enemy in the eye and gunning them down. He kidnaps kids and does. He, kid- he, he kidnaps one. He, he kidnaps babies. kids. Two. He bombs senators. Three. He shot a guy for walking away. Uh, honor my fucking ass. <laughs> Not even kids. Babies. Literal babies. Yeah. Don't you pull this honor shit on me, you fucking blue bastard. I said uh, fairly. It's kind of arguable if he has any morals. Anyway. Um, so, long story short, he, Obi-Wan, the disguised Obi-Wan, and Morale Val get out of prison. And they eventually reach to Sereno, where Count Dooku is holding this uh, tournament 
for all the greatest bounty hunters in the galaxy to go through. It's kind of like the Hunger Games. Yes. Yeah. Um, and like, this is also kind of funny because Count Dooku is introducing all these bounty hunters, what they've accomplished. He goes to Cad Bane and he's all like, Cad Bane, who needs no introduction. <laughs> because you know it's the greatest fucking bounty hunter of the galaxy yeah he true. doesn't need any in- introduction no he does um, not so basically they go through this obstacle course which murders a lot of the uh contestants uh because you know it's a death trap they need to get the best candidates for this mission to kidnap the chancellor and whatever um and at the end uh, Obi-Wan is doing pretty well. For a dude who doesn't like using blasters, he's actually a pretty good marksman. He doesn't like using blasters, but he's good at it. Yes. He probably trained it. Yeah, exactly. Um, so the final obstacle course is basically like Obi-Wan is doing the sniper roll and he's supposed to uh, shoot down all of the targets in order to... And if he doesn't shoot all the targets, he gets dropped down to his doom where there's a fire pit under him and all that. Um, and morale is all like, I don't very much like you because you're going through all of these challenges without effort, blah, 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 blah. So morale kind of cheated the system because Obi-Wan was hitting all the targets pretty well. But then the gun jams, and Morales, uh, Val is like, oh, you're out of ammo. That sucks. And he prepares to drop him down into the pit. Uh-huh. And at the last second, it looks like Obi-Wan's going to be burned to a crisp, but Cad Bane saves his ass. But why? But why? <laughs> you got to include the gif of that furry monkey-looking thing. Like, <laughs> why? Because... <laughs> Because morality vow is like, how dare you? How dare you, Cad Bane? And Cad Bane just looks him dead in the eyes. It's all like, if you're going to kill him, do it like a man. I've seen that scene in, on TikTok. That yeah. is pretty fucking badass. Yeah. Because for... So he has some, a sense of honor. For people in the similar profession. I'll go into his uh, quick pause on this. For... All of Cad Bane's ruthlessness, you know, kidnapping children, taking senators hostage... Like I said before, he has a small sense of honor to him. He believes in self-reliance, and he also believes in planning. Like, if you ever met a bounty hunter that's a coward and doesn't, or does things like blame faults on others and not on themselves or anything like that, and doesn't self-improve, he's not going to respect you. But if you show yourself capable, competent, and reliant, then he respects the fuck out of you. Oh, yeah. Is he dead? No. He's still alive? Well, okay, not yet. He's still alive at this point in time. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, um, like I said, he respects you if you are competent. He's that That's type cool. of villain. Um, and, you know, Obi-Wan has gotten he's him. He's more like an anti-hero. Yeah, he's kind of an anti-hero. No, um, he's a straight-up villain. He's kidnapped kids, bro. Yeah, true. <laughs> true, true. I mean... I'm pretty sure Deadpool has kidnapped kids at some point in his life. Yes, he's yep. also a villain. Don't give me this shit. But he qualifies as an anti-hero. <laughs> but yeah, um, where was I? Okay. So long story short, Obi-Wan manages to beat the living shit out of Morale of Val because, you know. Um, and originally, Morale of Val was going to lead the mission to kidnap the Chancellor, but Count Dooku's like, Cad Bane, you now leave this mission. Awesome. Yeah. 
And the plan pretty much goes off without a hitch, even with Obi-Wan kind of acting against them undercover. He still manages to kidnap the Chancellor. And the only reason it didn't work was because Count Dooku kind of fucked him over because that was a distraction. Yep. Captain was like, what the fuck, Count Dooku? And then Obi-Wan reveals himself and beats the crap out Cad Bane. <laughs> then he gets imprisoned again. Um, let's see. Kind of going to pause again before we go more into Cad Bane's exploits as of recently. Um, Cad Bane is kind of... As I pointed before, he is a smart son of a bitch. Probably one Very. of the smartest non-force users in the entire galaxy. At least Very. top five. Um, he has so many interesting ideals of how to counter Jedi. Because he believes that the Jedi are way too reliant on the force. If you keep them distracted with... You know, continuous gunfire, flamethrowers, or holding one of their loved ones hostage, then you could basically overcome their force abilities. That's if they have loved ones. Yeah. Um, Like, even, like, Grandmaster Yoda, one of the most powerful Jedi at the time, one of the most wisest, even Bane believes that that in a specific circumstance, say you put Master Yoda and back him into a corner... Um, you could easily take him out with a single sniper bolt. Interesting. But he doesn't believe in ranged combat because he believes that someone hiding underneath a helmet or heavy suits of armor is cowardly. So he doesn't like the Mandos. Yeah. Ah, huh, interesting. And like for a guy that literally has nothing but a fedora and a trench coat, that's pretty goddamn impressive. Yeah. He has no armor to speak of. He's... This is one of the reasons why I love Cad Bane is because he's he's not a Sith Lord. He doesn't have the ability to supernova stars or anything like that. But despite that, he not only manages to survive in a galaxy that is the Star Wars universe, but manages to thrive in it. That's awesome. Yeah. That's pretty badass. He is a motherfucking Giga Chad. The Giga Chad? <laughs> what oh the fuck? Oh. Blue Cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> Is that it? Or. No, no, no. Um, we'll do a couple more. Okay. Um, have you watched uh, Bad Batch yet, Kit? Uh, I've seen. No, but I have seen like the episodes with Bad Batch yeah, yeah. of Clone Wars. So, the Bad Batch TV show surrounds the Bad Batch and how they're dealing with. <laughs> the aftermath of order 66 and all that um and cad bane actually makes an appearance in the bad batch oh cool it's so does anakin doesn't he no or obi-wan no obi-wan doesn't fuck i thought Kanan i saw Jarrah's that on... does actually i thought i saw that on tumblr never mind <laughs> yeah kanan jars makes a uh, appearance in the very first episode as a paddle one that's pretty cool yeah um so in the bad batch cad bane was basically uh, hired by the Kaminoan government to uh, retrieve Omega, who's basically a female clone. I remember people freaking out about that. It's like, why is she a female clone? Is she <laughs> the only female clone? Da, da, da. Uh, uh, toxic Star Wars fans. Yeah. Um, and the I think re- it's interesting. Yeah, I think it's interesting too, but that'll be its an entire subject later. Um, long story short, Omega is 
the only pure strand of Jango Fett DNA left because she's kind of similar to Boba Fett. Like, they are around the same age and they don't grow as quickly as normal clones. They clone like normal humans and all that. Interesting. Um, and Cad Bane was hired by the Kaminoan government to get Omega and bring them back to make more clones later or whatever. Hmm. Um, and literally his introductory scene, like the Bad Batch were being pursued by the Empire at this point and all that, his introductory scene is that he's just chilling in their ship, surrounded by bodies of clone troopers that he's gunned down on That's screen. fucking badass. And he literally says, I've killed so many clones over the years. You've killed one, the rest are easy. Yeah. Ain't that the truth? Yeah, and he uh, meets up with Hunter, who has Omega at the time, and they literally do a... A uh, Mexican standoff. <laughs> it's a Mexican standoff. That's funny. Yeah. And, you know, this is Cat fucking Bane, so he obviously guns down under. Oh. Doesn't, doesn't kill doesn't him, kill but him, he manages to ki- shoot him first. And then he manages to get Omega, um, brings him back to this Kaminoan planet where they have a deactivated cloning facility, and he basically meets with Fennec Shan. You probably recognize the name. I have heard of it. Fennec Shan is that uh, woman who works with Boba Fett. Ah. She's she's actually the actress who voiced Mulan. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, so she, he uh, gets intercepted by Fennec Shan, who wants to get Omega herself. And he essentially beats the living crap out of her a couple of times. Like, he kicks her in the face, knocking her out briefly. Um he also puts her into a bear hug briefly and knocks her out with a headbutt. Ouch. And no one wins with a headbutt. Yeah, he manages to knock her out despite her having a literal helmet. But in the end of the day, Fennec Shan manages to kick Bane off into the, uh, out of the building and into the, the, uh, this is like a cloud city, basically. Okay. But he manages to survive because, you know, he's got rocket boots. So that's his whole, <laughs> that's his whole shtick in the uh, Bad Badge. It's actually pretty cool because he hasn't been seen in like forever. Yeah. Um, and then his most recent appearance in the Book of Boba Fett. Oh yeah, that reminds me. I almost forgot about this. So there is a uh, a uh, a uh, deleted arc of the Clone Wars that never got made or aired, where there's this entire arc where basically. Cad, it's questionable if it's canon at this point, but a lot of people say are say it's canon. He took Boba Fett under his wing as his heir, basically. Hmm. And they go through all this, um, and then along the lines, Boba Fett wasn't really chill with Cad Bane's method of doing bounty hunting because you know he's the honorable type. He believes in protecting the innocent and all that. Um, and it culminated into this. Wait, Cad Bane believes in protecting. No, 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 no Boba, Boba Fett. Oh. Which is kind of ironic because he disintegrates people on the regular, but whatever. That's funny. <laughs> but uh, it culminates in this standoff where they're all like, okay, we're going to have this epic gun duel. And they manage to pull out their guns and Cad Bane gets shot in the face and Boba Fett gets shot in the face, but, you know, it's his helmet, so he's okay. It's... That is essentially how Cad Bane quote-unquote died. But in the Bad Batch, if you notice, he's got this metal plate on his head, so he survived. Oh, okay. Continuity, nice. Yeah, it's very, very cool. 
Now we just need to see a, a young Boba Fett and Cad Bane getting gunned down. That yeah. would be awesome to see. Mm-hmm. Um, now if we fast forward to his appearance in the Book of Boba Fett. Now the events of a Book of Boba Fett take place nine years after the Battle of Yavin. So this is like, uh, I think, three years after the Battle of Endor, right around there. During the time of the Mandal- Mandalorian. Yeah. Um, and like the, his very first scene in, this is relatively late in uh, the Book of Boba Fett, but essentially, long story short, Boba Fett is at a, having a crime conflict with a Pike syndicate. And the Mandalorian is helping Boba Fett out and recruiting the citizens of Freetown to serve as their foot soldiers and all that. Um, Cad Bane, after Mandalore, Mando just leaves, Cad Bane literally just walks in like it's some sort of Western or whatever. And he's all like to the sheriff of Freetown, hey, just stay out of this and things will go fine. And he's... They have his intense Mexican standoff and, you know, being Cad Bane, Why is it just guns them all down. Why is it always <laughs> Mexican standoff. He's a cowboy. It's very appropriate. Mexican standoffs are within any Western movie. Yeah. He is literally based off of uh, this main villain in a spaghetti Western, the, the good, the bad, and the ugly. I was going to say, it's from the good and the bad and the ugly, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> and then... Um, good Clint Eastwood movie, by the way. Exactly. Um... He's actually based off of uh, Angel Eyes, who is the main villain of Good, Bad, and the Ugly. I've never seen it, so I need to see it. <laughs> <laughs> Does he of, win? Um, against the uh, sheriff? Does, does the good guy win Good, Bad, and Ugly, or no? Because it's, yes. it's Clint Eastwood, so I think he does. Yes, he does. Um, so, Cad Bane is basically 71 at around this time, by the way. And he's, he's fucking old! He is... So, as I mentioned before, by Duro standards, he is obscenely old. Kind of like in his, his version of the hundreds. He's ancient. And he's still gunning people down like it's nothing. He is fucking badass. He is a badass. And then, okay, fast forwarding to... Uh, what is has, it with Star Wars and their blue characters being so smart and badass? Yeah. And eventually, he and Boba Fett... Anytime we see a blue anything, it's like, oh, he's blue, he wins. (laughs) Yes! He's blue. Yes! Okay, there's there's multiple symbols that you know in Star Wars when someone's powerful. One, are they using a chair? (laughs) Two, two, are they blue? Yeah. Yep. Three, there's the plot. (laughs) Yep. Anyway, so... He was hired by the Pikes to deal with, help them in their campaign against Boba Fett, so on and so forth. There's a lot of fan speculation that the reason Boba Fett, not Boba Fett, uh, Cad Bane takes this job is because he kind of wants his last hoorah. Because the reason why he wanted to train Boba Fett in the first place was to have his duel that he never got with Jango Fett. Yeah, true. And, because, you know, the son of Jango Fett, it's like, yeah. oh, our duel will be legendary. It's <laughs> a Tai Long meme. Our battle will be legendary. Yes. And like, as I said before, Cad Bane's not the guy who settles down. He would much rather, instead of quietly passing away where nobody would ever care or remember He's like, you, fuck that. I'd rather die much rather in a gunfight. He would much rather go down in a blaze of glory. And what better opponent than the greatest bounty hunter of the galaxy at that time? Quote, unquote. Yeah. 
and um, the son of his mentor. Oh, yeah. dude, it would like if they were to do that fight. I think it'd be cool if it was like in a giant skyscraper, like say like New York, <laughs> and like there's just bombs set up all over skyscrapers. That'd be and, so like, fucking badass. There's like traps everywhere. They're like hovering over like with speeder bikes and just like doing that. Oh, that'd be so cool. Yeah, yeah. That's so badass. Uh, I mean, uh, the final vi- fight between Boba Fett and uh, Cad Bane is a little bit underwhelming, but it's actually pretty fitting. They so they started off uh, with you know a never standoff and. Cad Bane, being the fucking the best gunslinger in the entire galaxy, just... Shoots first. Shoots first, which is pretty goddamn impressive because Boba Fett all, literally had his gun out already. Um, then he guns him down a couple of times, and, he, you know, he's uh, basically prodding Boba Fett. Because at this point in his life, Boba Fett is trying to go straight, trying to be a good, like, crime ruler of Tatooine because their previous ruler was Jabba. You gotta be better than him. Yeah. Um, and Cad Bane is all like, what's your angle? Why are you doing this instead of continuing the life of a bounty hunter and all that? And he basically belittles him, takes his helmet off, and he's all like, consider this my final lesson. Always look out for yourself. Anything else is weakness. Damn. And then Boba Fett basically got his second win. He, you remember the Gaddafi stick at all? I think so. Was that what he used to beat the Tusken Raiders? Uh, that's what, but that's the Tusken Raiders sig- signature weapon. Oh, okay. Because long story short, Boba Fett uh, became, I wouldn't say allies. He got rescued by the Tusken Raiders and became one of their tribe. Makes but sense. But they got murdered. Um and he used the Gaddafi stick to disarm uh, Cad Bane, get him down on the ground, and he's just posed over him, seemingly going to uh, spare his life. And then Cad Bane is all like, I knew you were a killer. And he was about to light him on fire, but Boba Fett just stabbed the fuck out of him, killing Cad Bane. Oh, shit. Yep. So he's dead. Yep, he's dead. <laughs> what a fitting end. Exactly. So He got his boys of glory. Mm-hmm. So, you know how, like, Han Solo shot Greedo first, right? Yes. <laughs> Who has faster hands? Han or Cad Bane? You know Probably about... Han. Yeah. Or, no, 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 no. Cad Bane. Cad yeah. Bane. Cad Bane is... Yeah, he's had a very rich, fulfilling life. And he managed to go down in a blaze of glory. Very Holy fitting for shit, one dude. of the greatest bounty hunters in the galaxy. I and... wasn't expecting him to die. I mean, there's a there's some theories that he's not dead. Of like, the uh, contraption on his chest was beeping, and a lot of fans are like, "No, no, no, that's his emergency life support system." But for all intents and purposes, I think he's dead. Well, like, why to would be you, continued. Why do you even he's keep him dead. around? He's already seventy one. He's at his, I know. He's at his deathbed. What? He's gonna just stay another year to do what though? To do what? Die of age? <laughs> that's a good way to go out after yeah. living a life as long as he did. Yeah. That. It w- this is a very appropriate ending. If it turns out that he survived, it would be pretty annoying. Like, but... what would he do? He just yeah. died of age at that point. He had nothing else yeah. to do. Like I said, Cad Bane is a very popular character. Um, but I can see why. He He's is a, a very popular badass. character. But if he turns out to be alive, it would be pretty annoying for 
Cat Bane fans in general. Well, but what would he do? His, all of his things have been fulfilled. There's nothing else he can do. But there's actually a couple of theories that he might actually appear in the upcoming Obi-Wan series. So Probably. To yeah. do what? To do fucking what? Yeah, I, I cannot wait until they do flashbacks with Hayden. Yeah. That's going to be fucking awesome. <laughs> but yeah, that is the end of Cad Bane's story. So, what do you guys think? His story was actually much more interesting than Vitiate. Yeah. I know Vitiate sucked. Y'all can kiss my ass. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what's more powerful. Blue skin tier or chair tier? I don't know which one. Blue skin, I think. No, I think it's chair tier. No, blue skin is smarter. Chair tier is just more brute force. Well, chair yeah. tier chair tier is like god tier because like we know that the fucking the, the father is chair tier and he stopped Anakin's lightsaber. But are the blue skins... <laughs> Are, are blue skin more smarter than the ones? That is a good question. Yeah. Is blue skin <laughs> smarter than the ones? Imagine Thrawn and the father having a ethics debate or something, or a yeah. political debate. It's like, who would win? <laughs> okay, so we have chair level and blue skin tier. Those two are the tiers. <laughs> like how you determine how powerful or smart of, okay so if you're if you have blue skin you're just power smart. versus smarts you're just, blue skin, <laughs> if you have blue skin in zero words you're just smart you're just you're just smart yeah yeah, yeah i'm i am so fucking happy that we actually did an episode on one of my most favorite characters i can see why he is why he is one of your favorite he characters. is fucking cool his aesthetic is cool i mean a cowboy may seem out of place in star wars but it's actually pretty fitting for the type of lifestyle that he leads y'all know the um cover of big iron that they did for mando uh, i think so they should have done that for cad Bane. <laughs> it fits him more because it's a cowboy song yeah his theme song is also pretty cool it's that it I don't know how to describe it exactly, but it sounds like a guitar riff from the Midwestern. Insert sample here. Yeah. <laughs> it's, Cad Bane is so fucking cool. I mean, the way that he looks at life, living his life to the fullest, literally working his ass off to overcome any impossible obstacles. I mean, he worked until he died. Yeah. And on top of that, he outlived Maul. He outlived Dooku. Darth Vader, even Sidious himself. Ha! <laughs> Which is pretty goddamn impressive. I mean, he outlived that. the big bad. And most of the people that he's encountered in his lifetime. Like, I mean, like, uh, technically Sidious outlived everybody because of his other body bullshit. But we're just we don't forget. talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> we don't talk about The Last Jedi. So... I managed to successfully convince Hannah that Cad Bane is actually awesome. He's a badass. I will yes. admit, he's a badass. And how about you, Kit? I, I, I still just think he's a blue guy. But I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know. I just the cowboy aesthetics. I think he's fine. I think he doesn't give a fuck. I think... I, I'm just... Oh, God. I'll, all I can think is just a blue cowboy with nasally voice. He's like, oh, Jedi. Or something like that. <laughs> Fun fact, he's voiced by Corey Burton. The same guy who voiced Dooku in the TV show. Fuck yeah, that's badass. Yeah. So I don't, I don't, I don't hate Cad Bane. I just, I'm kind of just still indifferent. Indifferent. <laughs> so well, majority rules. He's badass. Yeah. So that is our episode of Can Mayonnaise Kill a Jedi, or in this case, how many people can Cad Bane gun down, or how many crimes can Cad Bane commit? <laughs> what has not Cad Bane done? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you guys want to guess what the next episode is going to be? 
I'm thinking either lightsabers or fashion. Food. <laughs> we'll eventually get to food. Um, this has actually been a nice little break because we've been talking about nothing but force users for a good while. Yeah. Um, nice little break from that. But we're going to get right back into force users, specifically force using organizations. Okay. Oh, okay. So like cool. the Grey Jedi and the other, Grey Jedi. other stuff. Yeah, anything that isn't Sith or Jedi. Space cool. vegans. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode on Cad Bane. Um, I had a lot of fun with this episode, and I'm pretty sure Hannah and Kid did as well. The only character that I don't simp for in, yeah. <laughs> in Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um... Thank you, everybody, so much for listening to this episode. And uh, you guys got any closing statements? Bye! See, if you reach blue tier. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, bye bye